Welcome back to the Health Freak Podcast. I hope everyone is doing well. Thank you guys so much for listening, tuning back in. I know I've been sporadic again. It's been, I think, another three weeks since my last episode, but oh my God, time just goes by and I don't even realize it. It's honestly a little hard to find the time to get these podcasts in, even though it's something that I love so much. So I actually came down to our little office area this morning to work out and to do some other work. Um, but I cut my workout short and randomly just decided to record this podcast, which is why it's a little fast paced and a little rambly because if I'm in a mood then it has to come out, you know, in my podcast. So again, I hope you guys are all doing well. Thank you for listening. Uh, let's dive right into this one. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Health Freak Podcast. So glad to have you here. Thank you, as always, for listening. So today I'm going to have another short little episode for you. And this was actually a blog post that I posted a couple weeks ago. And I feel like it's relevant. It's always relevant, but I feel like it's a good one to share with you on here if you don't read the blog. Um, and, you know, anybody who reads or listens can find it either which way. And I always include something like this in any nutrition program or one-on-one counseling that I do because I think this stuff is so important. And I've been struggling lately because as um, somebody who works with people on nutrition, it can be very discouraging sometimes for me because people seemingly don't care. And I really do care. And so I've been talking to Joe about this because it becomes discouraging when I see people who really want the help and they really want to make changes and they really they come to me with such good and clear intentions. And then what happens is their excitement dwindles and then they completely give up. And a lot of times these people are, you know, looking for that quick fix. They're people with a busy lifestyle, busy jobs and kids and, you know, whatever, all that stuff that everyone has. Um, And they're just not willing to make the changes. They're not willing to commit to those changes. And it's frustrating because I can see the potential and I can see the benefits that these changes can have on them and their health and their weight and their life and their kids and everything. Um, And when people don't see that for themselves, it's very frustrating. And this goes for, you know, my job as a personal trainer as well. I always have the highest hopes for anybody I train. I love it. I want everybody to reach the goals. I want everybody to feel healthy and fit and strong and you know, that their body is able of anything or able to do anything. And, you know, those people quit sometimes too. And as a professional that believes in everybody so strongly, um, it's discouraging. But one thing that does bother me more than anything else is when these people look for those quick fixes and they believe these crazy myths about nutrition that they find on social media or on Facebook or whatever, Google or a friend of a friend's cousin, sister's brother's friend told them. And, you know, it's, it's usually false. Like their healthy nutrition practices are so simple. Honestly, there shouldn't even be a need for nutrition professionals because here we are fighting the media, fighting the government, like, you know, and these recommendations that are given that are just based on money. And we know the truth. We know that it's bullshit, but the general everyday person doesn't. So here they are signing up for these extremely ridiculous and expensive programs and detoxes and all this crazy shit. And I just want to be like, just eat real food. You know, it's very simple. Okay. I think I'll end my little rant. 
Now, I want to move on to what this episode is actually about, which is just going over some basic nutrition facts versus fiction, myths that we hear or things that we hear. And I just want to clarify some things for you. So I'm going to keep it very simple. I'm not going to, again, go into any studies or anything like that um, because I want to keep this very just digestible for you and easy and just an interesting, easy listen for you today. So, you know, like I said, everywhere we turn, there are just so many claims about nutrition that are not only confusing, but are just so wrong and just unnecessary and stupid. So keep in mind that most of what we see on TV or Instagram or we hear other people talk about is rooted in money. Somebody somewhere is making money off of convincing people that they need this product and not that product in order to be healthy or to lose weight or to have better digestion or to get the most from your workouts or any other nonsense claim. So aside from the health claims on nutrition labels, there's a lot of talk about which foods you should eat, which you should not, what the best diet is, lots of other quote unquote facts that are probably not really facts and ultimately just lead to more and more confusion and frustration. And it leads people to give up, which is what I was saying before, that is very frustrating to the person who's here to help, who truly cares, who just wants to show you, like it sounds culty, but like show you the way. Like I just want to show everybody like how to just simply live a healthier life. Like that's all I want for everybody. So let's jump in to some of the things that I've heard from people that are confusing for them. So the first one is fruit is bad because it has sugar. This cannot be more false. So the sugar in fruit is not added sugar. It is not a processed sugar. It is not table sugar. Fruit contains naturally occurring fructose as well as many, many other nutrients, antioxidants. All these things promote good health. They come with fiber, which helps to regulate blood sugar. And yes, you can absolutely lose weight while eating fruit and you should be eating fruit. Everybody should be eating fruit. If you don't understand this, please message me and I will go into detail on this further for you. Fruit is good. It is not the same as the bag of Domino sugar that you're buying in the store. Okay, next is I can't eat dessert and still be healthy. Again, false. You, If you are eating real nutritious food at least 90, you know, 80 to 90% of the time, as is recommended, you can most definitely indulge in dessert and maintain your health and your weight. One meal is not going to ruin your health or your progress. It becomes a problem when these unhealthy foods become a staple in your everyday diet. So you can also prepare your own desserts and, you know, recipes in a way that is much healthier and uses better quality ingredients and will make you feel better about it mentally and physically. I know when I make my desserts that are healthier and made with um, more natural unprocessed ingredients, um, I just feel good. I don't feel that below that like heavy itis again, Thanksgiving feeling. You know, you just don't feel like that. And actually, I want to add one more thing into this. Just a small thing that is probably controversial. Now, a lot of people like to say everything in moderation. And I could not disagree more with that statement. I hate that statement. What is moderation? It's just this arbitrary thing that people have made up that means nothing. And when you tell somebody, this is my opinion, but there are actually studies that I've read about this. Um. I might try to find them and link them for you. If you're interested, uh, put them in the show notes. But to me, if you tell somebody who's coming from a really poor diet of junk food and, you know, lots of sugar and processed foods and not so much healthy food like fruit, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, things like that. If you tell them that you can eat those bad foods in moderation, and yes, I said bad foods don't come at me. There are bad foods. I'm not saying you're going to die if you eat them, but they're not exactly good for your health foods. If you tell somebody to eat those sugary foods 
in moderation, chances are they're going to eat them every day. So moderation for some people means once a day rather than all day long. That is not that is not moderation. I'm talking moderation as in maybe once a month, maybe once every couple of months. It depends on where you're at in your, you know, your nutrition journey, so to speak, because if you if someone like myself who maintains a very healthy diet like pretty much all the time, if I go out and just indulge in like a lot of sugar and stuff like that, you know, it's going to be very rare. And that's moderation, you know, and that's because I understand the basics of good nutrition. But for this, for somebody who's still getting used to this, moderation for them in their head is going to be once a week or a few times a week or once a day. And that is not, that's not moderation. That is not healthy. And that can still give you the effects of just eating it as you used to. I'm sorry if that's confusing, but I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> okay. Let's go on to the next one. A low carb diet is best. This is another one. This one I think is like the biggest misconception. And I talk about this a lot. Again, it's 100% false. So first, I want to tell you that you should never, ever be on a diet. So that is a point from shifting from a diet and results mindset to a habit and a health mindset. Low carb diets will lead to short term weight loss. Yes, you may lose weight on a low carb or a ketogenic diet, but this is not a healthy diet. It's not healthy. You will be missing out on so many essential nutrients. You will inevitably have strong cravings that lead you to binge and throw yourself completely off course. You know, it is not sustainable. It is absolutely not sustainable to keep a low carb or no carb diet. Restrictive diets in any way are completely unhealthy. Low-carb diets also deprive you of really healthy food like whole grains and legumes, which promote good health because they are packed with vitamins, minerals, nutrients, fiber. When you're eating a low-carb diet, where are you getting your fiber from? Yes, you are going to lose weight in the short term. But like I always say, do not sacrifice long-term health for a short-term gain. It is not worth it. You will lose the weight if you eat right. You don't need to be in a rush. You absolutely do not need to be in a rush. Okay, next is coconut oil is the best oil. This is false. People are obsessed with coconut oil. They're putting it in their coffee. They're rubbing it all over their bodies. They're doing everything with coconut oil. But when it comes down to it, it's the process that the oil goes through that makes it good or bad. Um, I hate to keep saying good or bad, but I'm just keeping it simple. Makes it a, a good or a not so good choice. Let's say that. So coconut oil is all saturated fat. If you look at the nutrition label, it's completely all saturated fat, which makes it a not so great choice. Saturated fat can lead to many, many health issues. And if you do use oil, I would suggest an organic extra virgin olive oil or an avocado oil or something like that. If you have a weight loss goal, um, no matter what oil you use, be sure to use it very sparingly because any oil is very calorie dense, about 120 calories per tablespoon. And I know we're not, you know, measuring our tablespoons of oil. We're just pouring it over. So those calories get add up really quick. But when it comes to which is the healthiest coconut oil, it ain't it, friends. Again, it's all saturated fat. So I would love for you guys to start looking at nutrition labels and seeing where what kind of fat you're ingesting. Okay, the next one, of course, I have to include something about dairy dairy is bad. So here we go. Dairy is not necessary for anyone to consume. And it is unhealthy when it is processed in certain ways. So it is not necessary for babies, toddlers, children of any age, or adults. I'm not saying I'm not going to tell you guys never to eat dairy. I'm just saying it's not necessary. 
So I'm sure we've all heard the phrase or the expression that humans are the only species who consume dairy as adults and who consume the milk of another species. And that is true. And dairy, it may affect everyone differently. Some people may get stomach aches or other issues and some people may not. And, you know, the biggest reason that people think they need dairy is to obtain calcium. But you can get more than enough calcium from plant sources, from vegetables, from green vegetables like broccoli, uh, from some breads. There are lots of foods that you can get calcium from that are not milk. So I would say if you want to know how much calcium you're getting, if this is your reason for consuming dairy, start tracking your food on an app that, you know, lets you see all your nutrients and you'll see how much calcium you can get without milk. And there are many other health claims made about milk that are not evidence-based at all. So again, about how dairy affects different people, about 75% of the population has a lactose intolerance. And you may not know because you may not experience stomach pains or nausea or diarrhea or anything like that. You may have acne or you may have inflammation or even an autoimmune condition. You may not realize it at all. And dairy can cause a lot of digestive issues as well. If you can tolerate dairy and you choose to, I would recommend using only organic dairy products, fermented, um, like unsweetened yogurt and kefir occasionally. Again, not to have it as staple in your diet. So cut back on the cheese, friends. I'm sorry to tell you, but there's lots of alternatives out there. And you can actually listen to my last episode about how to replace dairy if you are interested in making that change. My recommendation is always to avoid it as much as possible. Get your calcium from plant foods and fortified plant milks like um, unsweetened soy milk and things like that. Okay, the next one is um, one I always think is really interesting. You need a protein shake immediately after your workout. If you do not consume a protein shake within 55 seconds of a workout, you will not gain muscle. You beat, you're done, give up, it's over. False. Protein, yeah, it's vital for making and repairing muscles, hormones, hair, skin, nails. Protein is a nutrient. It is not a food. It is not just one type of food. You can get this nutrient from many, many, many different sources. Yes, including meat, fish, dairy, eggs, and supplements, um, protein powders, and all that stuff, but also in plant foods. Every single plant food contains protein. Every single one. Yes, some might be a lot. Some might be a, a small, very small amount. Every single one contains protein. The healthiest, the healthiest source of protein is from plant sources. So you have protein in beans, in legumes, in chickpeas, in tofu, in tempeh, in other soy products, edamame and soybeans and things like that. And like I said, in whole grains and nuts and seeds, you have protein in every single plant food. After that, I would say you have uh, the healthiest source would be a high quality. So like a grass fed organic meat or fish source. The reason is because plant sources offer many, many other nutrients as well which meat does not. Yes, I know you can get iron from beef, but it's heme iron and it's not the same as the iron you get from plants. Not going to go into that right now. I want to keep this one brief for you. So no, you do not need a protein shake immediately after a workout. If you do prefer it, that's totally your choice. If you're somebody who likes to have a shake rather than a meal, that's totally your choice. Um, and that's totally cool, but it's not essential. And most people are getting way more protein than they actually need, which does more damage to our bodies. So if you pay attention to fitness professionals on Instagram or YouTube or any other social channel, they will sometimes tell you you need like 200 grams of protein per day or one gram per pound of body weight or more. This is not true. It can be very confusing to the average person. 
you're if you're listening to this and you're an average person who works out a few times a week, nothing crazy, you know, you do some lifting, you do some cardio, you're going to be fine with not even worrying about it and just eating normally. You don't need to like cram protein down your throat as soon as you're done training. Stick with real food. You will get everything you need. And yes, you will still be able to build muscle. I promise. Okay, next sea salt. So sea salt is better than table salt. This is actually false. The difference between them is that sea salt contains magnesium and iron and table salt does not, but they are very trace insignificant amounts. So it's really nothing that is contributing to your overall magnesium or iron consumption overall. So table salt is actually fortified with iodine, which is very important for regulating hormones and sea salt does not have iodine. So I would always recommend going with uh, regular table salt over sea salt unless, you know, whatever you want to throw it in here and there, but it is not generally healthier. Both contain the same amount of sodium. So that doesn't change either way. Okay. The next myth is that a food labeled natural is automatically healthier. This one is false as well. So just to keep this one short, the FDA is really not strict about using that word on food labels. So your best bet is to thoroughly read the ingredients. You know, you'll know from the ingredients just how natural it is. If it's got a ton of like fillers and additives and stuff like that, I don't really know what's natural about that. Of course, some foods need that stuff and I'm not saying to never eat that. But overall, just because a food says natural on it doesn't mean it's going to be automatically healthier. Okay, the next one, dark chocolate is good for you. So dark chocolate contains polyphenols, which can help lower blood pressure, but For most chocolate out there, this has been lost due to processing. So if you're looking for a good option, go 70% or higher. Um, So it's not a complete loss. (laughs) You could definitely get some good quality dark chocolate. You just have to make sure you're looking, um, reading what you're buying. And yes, it can definitely be good for you. So we're safe. Okay. The next one is that low fat is better. Okay. So this is false. So if you're looking at you know, a normally high fat product, and now you have a version that says low fat, what happens is if the fat is removed from that food, it needs to be replaced with something else. So this is usually like a cheap carbohydrate and salt. And, you know, you're always going to want to go for a full fat version, just so you're not getting anything weird. Also, omega three fatty acids are absolutely essential for optimal health and brain health. And these can be found in foods like flaxseed, walnuts, hemp seeds. So yeah, there are definitely higher quality fats. Like I was saying before, you don't want that coconut oil with the saturated fat. You know, there are a lot of different types of fat. I'm not, And again, I'm not going to say never use coconut oil, but don't like load up on coconut oil all over all your meals because you think it's the best one. I would say, you know, definitely keep it minimal. Okay. And the last one for now is about gluten. So gluten is bad. This is actually false as well. There is no reason to avoid gluten if you do not have celiac disease or a known gluten intolerance. So only about 1% of the population actually has celiac disease. So eliminating gluten itself will not make you healthier. It will not help you lose weight. And the reason that people often see weight loss when they do eliminate gluten is because they're now naturally just eating healthier and less processed foods like white bread, bagels, refined flours, and things like that. But gluten is not unhealthy in and of itself. So there's usually no reason to avoid it. And if you do have trouble with gluten, I would say assess the rest of your diet because if you have some food sensitivities that are not based on an actual allergy or something like celiac, um, there might be some gut damage there that you need to repair and ask me about that. There's lots of ways you can go about repairing your gut. And one of them is to just revamp your food, start eating better 
quality foods, real whole unprocessed foods, up your fiber slowly. And over time, you might be able to introduce gluten back in. And that's actually what happened with my fiance, Joe. I think I talked about this in an earlier episode, but we did a complete overhaul of his diet um, like two years ago. And we thought that he couldn't um, handle gluten because he he had all the symptoms like he had headaches and he was getting sick all the time and he was chronically fatigued and you know his diet was pretty much shit aside from gluten and we really cleaned it up and now he can handle gluten again much better and so that's just one person's example but it just goes to show that it, it is possible so i would say assess the rest of your diet as well before you just cut out gluten Okay, so sorry if this was fast paced and sounded a little bit rambly, but I really wanted to get this out there to you and just keep it brief because I know I think everybody's attention span is a little bit burnt out right now. We're like in information overload, no matter what that information is. And another thing I could tell people to do if you want any more advice in life is to get the fuck off social media for like one day it's poison. Like if I didn't think I needed it for my business, I would be out of there. Like there's so much nonsense and I don't want to start complaining right now, but if you're an information overload, try to look at what you're consuming and not your food. What are you reading? What are you looking at? What are you talking about? What are you letting in? What are you letting into your brain and your mind and your thoughts? You know what I mean? So if you can't seem to focus, and I'm only saying this because I've had this issue recently, if you can't seem to focus for like 20 minutes on something that's important, you need to figure out why. So delete Instagram or put a timer on it or something and just stop mindlessly scrolling for like one day, two days, or a certain period of time throughout the day. And I do think it helps. It definitely helps to not feel that like overwhelm of information overload. All right. So back to the nutrition, if you're unsure about something that you hear, I do want to encourage you and stress to do your own research, like do real research. Don't look on like women's health magazines or shape.com or any other sort of bullshit like that, like real scientific research. And when it comes to fad diets and which is best, keto, low fat, intermittent fasting, paleo, weight watchers, any of this shit, the answer is that no diet is best. It is best to never think in terms of diet because a diet is a temporary state. It has an end. It's finite. So focusing on health is never ending. When you focus on your long-term health, you have a much better chance of sticking it through. And when it comes to weight loss, what matters is, yes, the amount of calories you eat, that you are burning some calories through movement and exercise, and the quality of the calories you are eating. This one is the most, I think, overlooked aspect is the quality of the calories you eat. Because again, if we look on Instagram, everyone's telling us, I eat whatever I want, flexible dieting. Yeah, I fit Pop-Tarts in every single day. And I maintain this weight. It doesn't matter. I'd like to see their blood work. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want to, if you're obsessed with somebody and you want to follow their nutrition advice to a T, ask them for their blood work. And I guarantee you'll never hear from them again. <laughs> so the nutrients that the quality, uh, you know, the nutrients included in the higher quality foods, they keep your body functioning optimally. So if you do not get proper nutrition, your hormones essentially will be completely thrown off. And this can lead to your weight stalling because now your body is in a state of stress. So speaking again from personal experience, you can cut all the calories you want. But if you're depriving your body of essential nutrients, your weight is going to stall, your digestion is going to suffer, you're not going to feel good at all. And you're going to become very frustrated and much more likely to just go back to your old habits. So sticking to eating real whole quality foods is the key to long term health, as well as weight loss and maintaining a healthy weight. So Please keep that in mind when you feel tempted to try any of these crazy fad diets or to dramatically cut something out of your diet to reach a goal. 
real whole quality foods, and that's it. If it's confusing for you, please send me a message and I would love to work with you. I'd love to help you and do offer one-on-one nutrition counseling. And um, I have links all over here and all over my Instagram and stuff like that. So you can get in touch with me. And I do actually have a new nutrition program coming out next month. And it's just a simple program for people to follow that focuses on not just the individual, but the family, because I know we want to keep our whole family healthy, especially now it's so important to be um, optimizing our immune system and the foods we eat and the lifestyles that we have are the biggest factor in that. So that's all I have for you guys. I hope you can take it easy. I hope you can just log off for the day or the week or however long you want. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave me some ratings, reviews. I would definitely appreciate it. Share it on social media and let me know what you think. Let me know if there are specific topics you want to hear. If there's anything you want me to go over or if you just want to connect, follow me on Instagram and I hope you guys have a great week. I'll see you soon. Oh,